0: Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our force. Let me show you. So I was, I'm really disappointed because Mm -hmm. I spent almost all my time after work creating a soundboard for the podcast. But I, I can't. The way it's set up and doing the Skype call, I can't hear the soundboard. Only you guys can. Okay. So I'm going to play some of the sounds that I created okay. for for you guys. Um, so we'll just start with this. is. These are like the stock sounds that came with the, the soundboard. So okay. Just like this. And then there's a country loop. <laughs> There's a Bugs Bunny one. These are the ones that came with it. Um, okay. Here's the ones I I made. So there's Tony Soprano.
1: It's a gorgeous piece of coos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have to.
1: If we start talking about AOC, we have
0: to play that. Okay, I'll just play it randomly, and I'll know that you guys are hearing it, and I don't. Um, here's Steve Harvey. Then we were evolved from monkeys. Why we still got monkeys? It's too much open here, I just believe. <laughs> Here's one of Elizabeth Warren. What do the facts say? The
2: facts suggest that you could absolutely have a Native American ancestor in your pedigree. Okay.
1: <laughs> Josh, you, you, <laughs> not to, like in the future, you, um, you should do the one where she was quoting like what Michael Bloomberg had called his, uh, his, uh, Staffers and she said something like like dykes and horse faced
0: lesbians <laughs> I'll Come definitely on, I'll I'll track that one down. Uh that's definitely one to add to the list. Here's another Steve Harvey. Well then to me you're an idiot. She says that. Um uh, I yeah. thought this one would be great for like breaking news. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's good. Old timey.
0: a little bitey. Eh? And
1: corn
2: pop was a bad dude. And they had, you had, <laughs> those days used to remember the straight race. You'd bang him on the curb, get him rusty, put him in the rain barrel, get him rusty.
0: I don't need to tell yeah, you. Yeah, get him rusty. I don't need to tell you where this one came from. You <laughs> was that? Jesus Christ! Fuck!
1: <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood, it took me a second. I was like, right. uh, yeah. I'm going to blow your fucking brains out tonight. Uh, all
0: right. Is that all of it? Your bullshit? brains are going to be splattered all over your goddamn pool. I oh, mean, am <laughs> going to put your shit together. <laughs> fucking bullshit.
1: My <Thank> God. <laughs> <laughs> Just I don't know about having a three-minute soundboard playing <laughs>
2: Was that all one, Josh, or was
0: that no? Multiple? Those are multiple.
1: Oh, okay, it's, it felt like it was all one.
0: Yeah, it's all from um, the same scene. And there's one more. There's one more. So, Cole, have you been watching um, uh, Tiger King yet? Yeah, I watched all of it. Yeah.
2: Like, do you enjoy the guy with the little one doing her, or do you enjoy watching the guy with the big one? Doing it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's
1: okay. He said that and I literally turned to Caitlin and I was like, he fucking stole that bit. That's a Ron white joke. Really? Yes. Ron (laughs) white. Nice man. Nice. He's the only funny member of the blue collar comedy people. Right. He, um, nice. He, um, he has a joke like that where he's like, you know my friend like he was doing like oh i'm the cool southerner my friend was the bad southerner cuz he was like ah, all these queers yada yada and then he's like you know oh do you watch porn right and he's like yeah and he goes well do you like watching the guy with the big you know the big fucking oh, yeah. like big like the big one doing the girl or do you want him to have like some half showing little thing right and he goes he says everyone's no. gay right yeah, he's like everyone's a little gay, and he's, he uses this example on this guy. Exactly, it's the exact same Joe Exotic shit. He just he just packaged it in his shitty accent, like his shitty accent.
2: Well, well, Ron White has that like you know, I'm drinking whiskey and smoking cigarettes, right? Doesn't he have that like?
1: Yeah, he's from yeah. Texas, so he's got yeah. like a cool, like, he's a cool Texas Democrat. That that's his thing. Where the other three are total rubes. He's like the cool Southern type, you know. I like guns, but also I want affordable health care, you know. <laughs> like that.
0: I don't want to give too much away, cause Matt, I really want you to watch it. But I, I love how the show almost makes you. I don't know. I, there are times where I really liked Joe Exotic, and I'm like, yeah, it's weird. I kind of yeah. hated Carol Baskin, and
1: no, you 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 should she there was a great it was a good have, post um
2: i have no um, cultural reference for who you guys are talking about so so
1: so like joe exotic the, his he's like um he's like a big cat owner
2: he's right? the tiger he's like, king yes,
1: yes. so he, he like they were gonna do a reality show about him but it fell through um because of arson uh, is anyways, that not what this is no it's a documentary because oh. he's a, he's in jail at the moment so, is it like a um, sad
2: one? Because like I, the the last like couple that Netflix has done has been like the most depressing shit I've ever seen in my life. No, it's not. Passingly. No, it's, this it's is fun. quite
0: possibly. It's, it, it's dark. It, yeah. it gets very dark, but not in a mm-hmm. super depressing way. There's most of it's hilarious, but yes. it's like think of the craziest people in America and they're all on one show because these people who own tigers and and gorillas yes. and all these big animals, they mm-hmm. are nutcases. They're insane. Yeah. Well, and yeah. It, like a, and yeah. they're like super Oh, yeah, the first
1: they, are. Line, they are. The first line in the show is one of the guys they're interviewing is like one thing you have to know about big cat people. They're all fucking crazy. And it's like, I believe him. <laughs> like, um, um, Josh, do you know in the documentary they have the um uh the cats place in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Remember
0: Bhagavan? Doc, Doc? Antle. You've been there. I've I've been there. Yes. Yeah. I remember seeing I, I a picture Cole. I remember seeing a picture a couple during high school of like Caleb next to a little tiger. And so yep. when I saw the uh the the Doc Antle place, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Cole has been there.
1: <laughs> I have. I That's one of cool. the women one of the women they show, she was working there at the time. She had black hair. Um, and mm-hmm. he was there. He came in with the Liger, I remember. Because the, the Liger is like this abomination, like a thousand-pound <laughs> fat-ass cat. Yeah, she did not they just just, Plus five
2: at all.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I remember seeing that. I was like, oh, fuck, Caitlin. I was telling her. I was like, I, I was there. And uh, I got to hold – well, I got to be next to a little tiger cub. And um <laughs> there is a point where my dad – I had a picture snapped of him uh, where he looked very surprised. And my brother, as like a joke, like uh, as we were leaving, he kind of like scrolled to it on like the visitor TV thing. He left it. And my dad started crying. So my brother had to go back in and take it off the screen. (laughs) Damn. Frank the Tank
0: started weeping. Frank was crying about
1: it. Yeah. Damn. You actually asked me about it in high school, I remember, because Nick – a bro just said like, hey Cole, why don't you tell him about the time your dad started crying at a petting zoo? <laughs> I like, asked you that? Yeah, no, Nick said that, then you asked me, you go, your dad cried at a petting zoo? <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> oh it wasn't God. a petting zoo, it was, you know, it was basically like a cult. I didn't even know at the time it was like a cult place, but it was. Interesting. Um, Cole, did yeah. you
0: offer to become one of Bhagavan's concubines? No,
1: I didn't. That's a um, shame.
0: You would have really made the team. I think the lifestyle suits you. No, I just I just was like, Oh, a
1: liger, they're like a big kitty. Uh and then he there's a bear cat too that he had like run along her
2: laps. lapse. That was cool. Are Ligers real? I thought those were just like made no, they're up. Real. Jokes. They're real. No, they're Napoleon real for Napoleon Dynamite.
1: No, they're they're intentionally kind of like they're basically like if you think about them, they're just, you know, these breeders will get Lions and tigers, and then we'll kind of put them together, and for the purpose of mating them, and then yeah. they'll make ligers, which are big fat ass cats that are like like basically shouldn't exist. Like is the idea, but yeah, these breeders will like make donkeys. them. Because, yeah, yeah, exactly. But at least donkeys are like at least donkeys like or like uh, is it mules? Right, you you take a donkey and a something else and make a mule, but at least they um, have like a, I think you're like right. beasts, yeah. They're like beasts, or maybe bird, it's a donkey. Please,
2: what what but... is it? What am I thinking of? There's like a donkey mixed with a horse or something. Yeah, that's a, or new... a donkey. Okay, yeah, they suck. They can't like reproduce. That's pretty sad.
1: Yeah, a male is it's the offspring of a male donkey and a female horse.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't um, have to. We don't have to go into it too much, but I, I definitely do recommend you watch it, Matt. Um, yeah, one thing okay. it does a one thing it does a really good job of doing is mm-hmm. it shows how one nobody nobody should ha- own these animals. They absolutely oh, yeah. should not be in the U.S. And um, but you also realize like even the people claiming to be helping these animals. <laughs> aren't necessarily like they don't necessarily have the best intentions and it's just such a wack wacky wild ride and and liz and i watched like the first there's only seven episodes we watched the first five in one night mm. and then we went mm-hmm. back in the yeah. next morning Damn. watched two um just because we couldn't take our eyes off it and you know and, and not just because of like you know it being everywhere on social media and tiktok mm. and everywhere But it truly is just a captivating show. And I think it's going to be like Mm -hmm. one of the best documentaries of 2020 just because it's it's yeah, it's um, so beyond what you'd expect from any normal person.
2: Isn't it kind of weird that like game of thrones went out the cultural zeitgeist guys so as fast as it came in and then like mm-hmm. all these documentaries started like fucking popping up like people were like all right we're sick and tired of fantasy we're sick and tired of like these fucking made-up shows we're just gonna watch documentaries because it seems like every maybe like two or three months there's like a new like hot documentary that comes out there was like that um so like you know the michelle carter one which i really liked you know, on hbo and then there was mm-hmm. like like two months after that there was that one about the don't Fuck With Cats, like, one about the guy who, like... Yeah, the
1: Netflix one, yeah.
2: Yeah, and it seems like there's, like, a bunch of documentaries that are just, like, constantly coming out, like, a stream of them.
1: And the Aaron Hernandez. Which, I, don't, I don't know.
2: Yeah. yeah, see, I don't know, like, what that says about us, but, I mean, it says something, I feel like. says mm-hmm. something about our society to well, where we're, like, fuck... So-
0: fuck true crime, fantasy shows true crime has been on the, like the rise for the past couple years and so i think that's also playing on that that you but know, like there was the, a the, wave of serial um but like, like
2: the big cultural like touchstone documentaries that like are in within the cultural zeitgeist right like like yeah you're right true crime has been on the rise but like these like specific hyper specific exclusive documentaries on these like streaming services are are like a kind of a newer thing i feel like probably like maybe two maybe two years old ish where it's like you know it, it i don't know where it coincides but yeah. it's like uh it's kind of weird i don't no, know No, it
0: definitely it definitely is a trend um there's also the love island 90 day fiance and love is blind like i know i know mm-hmm. All those, sh- uh, aside from Love is Blind, 90 Day Fiance and Love Island have been around for a couple years. But it seems like yeah, in the past yeah. year, I've really heard everybody talking about them. Um,
2: well, I think I think honestly, we've been prepping for fucking social distancing for fucking ever. I mean, like, it's funny because I, I saw this, like I was scrolling through Twitter and someone was talking about, like, um, you know oh like social distancing like you know they're, they're just intentionally doing this i was like well no we've been doing this to ourselves for fucking years years and years where we've just been like progressively going like okay like you know we have to work these two fucking jobs like i'm too tired to, to go out and like interact with people or like i can't even like a lot of the like you know people go i can't even like even talk to you right now i'm too tired or whatever so this like exhaustion kind of of living has happened and we've just kind of been you know like guys sit at home and fucking play video games all day and then girls sit at home and fucking watch rally tv all day you know and that's it's been happening for years like it's not like a new phenomenon
0: and you could say the same thing about just Mm -hmm. the economic and health crisis we're in right now that that in itself has been going on for years as well it's just yeah finally on uh people aren't they're not able to turn away from it you know like uh like you were saying, people have been quote unquote social distancing, living in social isolation uh of no fault of their own for for a good decade now. And then finally those kind of outside of the bubble, their worlds have come into that and they're experiencing it for the first time. And you see them freaking out and not knowing how to handle it. And and those mm-hmm. of us who have dealt with isolation before are like, Oh, the, nothing's new for us. And the yeah. same thing goes for people who have been living without health insurance or facing pre-existing conditions. You know, those people have been living with their own pandemic or epidemic for this whole time. And it's just now on such a massive scale that people can't ignore it. They they just possibly can't ignore it. And I hope, I hope something good comes out of it. You know, I... I try not to get too negative, but reading the news every day has been pretty toxic, especially on on Twitter. Just keeping up with you know uh, the coronavirus counts and the death counts, and I know yeah, now definitely don't like, need
2: to be doing that. Jesus Christ, dude! Yeah, like fucking, it is, it is rotten. people's brain.
0: By the way, I'm an essential
2: worker. Like I know I've t- talked to you guys about it, but I haven't talked on the pod uh, about it. Uh, I got my fucking uh, my letter that I can show to the national guard or whoever, if they shut down the city and I'm like, Hey, I'm an essential worker because people need ladder doors. Um, but not only that, they also decided, you know what? Like, uh, you guys are so great for working during this crisis and possibly almost dying because of this. Cause we have a lot of like old people at our work too. Um, that they're like, here's, uh, for full-time employees, $300 one time and a, uh, free chicken biscuit. As a cafeteria oh i'm like wow God. that's great thanks what multi, multi-billion dollar company. what, did, what
0: yeah. did that feel like when they told you that
2: uh, i was like sweet 150 dollars is gonna buy me like a couple of games <laughs> exactly it's, it's, it's <laughs> honestly like it, it's oh go ahead it, it's the, the thing is like my boss said it best and it's like very unfortunate that he was like so right about it is he said like they could have given you nothing and i'm like well, exactly you know they could have fucking fired me all right i you know so it, it, like it's just crazy
0: yeah be it's grateful for the table scraps they they fed your way um mm-hmm. it's it's similar to that whole you know one-time payment of twelve thousand dollars or twelve hundred eleven, dollars 12, hundred dude, twelve dollars grand
2: no, okay, no, no 12 no. grand if i get that, dude <laughs> imagine <laughs> how many imagine how many uh zelda switches that I could buy. A lot. Imagine, oh my God.
1: Imagine how many fucking Dragunov sniper rifles I could buy. Yeah. One and a half. A lot.
2: I could buy one oh. and a half. <laughs> I didn't know that that cost $24,000. For a Dragunov. Is that you talking about?
1: No. no it, how much does it, it cost? One, one and a half. Oh. So it'd be oh. And then half yeah. another one. So be, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're, um, You can't. Like, they don't only really make, like, reproductions of them. Uh-huh. So you can only really buy uh i guess like there was one company that made reproductions but they don't really import anymore so that even those are expensive and it's like did,
2: yeah i'm not gonna spend three grand on a repro if i could get like a real one for like six grand so anyway go ahead did you guys see that that like that girl that came forward i was watching a video about it before we started recording that girl that came forward talking about uh you know like joe biden like pushed her up against a fucking wall and basically like stuck yeah 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 so um they were people were like being assholes and they're calling her like a fucking russian spy because she said like one good thing Russia, one time. And I was like, well, I'll give you a fucking Russian spy. Me with like, there you go, Cole. That's a good example of my fucking dragging off on the Capitol building, blowing Joe Biden's <laughs> dumbass brains all over the yeah. car. Pop was a yeah. bad dude. And that <laughs> yeah. those days, you used to remember the straight race, you'd bang him on the curb, get him rusty, put him in a rain barrel, get him rusty.
0: This man, yeah. this man is going you know, to be our next, uh, well, actually, he's not going to be our next president. He'll be our, rusty. our next Democratic nominee. Yeah, I've got a fucking rusty,
2: rusty Russian asset for you. It's called my dick, and it's going in Joe Biden's ass. So no, t- Matt,
1: you would you would sh- fire at him, right? Yeah. Like Joe's superhuman reflexes. He would whip out that rusty razor, and then he would just block the bullet in real time. <laughs> like, just be like, "You're gonna have to try. You're gonna have to try hard. Not today, Jack. You're gonna have to try. You know, we're gonna. You're gonna have to give me."
0: <sighs> Yeah. I don't, <laughs> don't want to drag us back into the whole Corn Pop saga, but to create that sound, I, I had to it. go back and re-watch and re-listen to that clip on YouTube. And yeah. I have to say, it's it's even more sad like the second or third time you come back because you realize just how even then, even then yeah. he was dementia, like full-blown dementia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And it hasn't gotten better. It's gotten worse. I mean, last episode, like,
2: we were saying that, like, people are going, oh, like, it's ableist for Joe Biden to fucking, like, to Mm -hmm. to comment on his, like, deteriorating brain. It's like, no, it's not ableist. Like, I've, like, you know, people, like, I have experienced dementia for, like, second hand or whatever, Mm first hand, whatever you want to call it. Uh, People in my family had it. Temporary bouts of of dementia. (laughs) Well,
0: Well, no, like, people,
2: no, people in my family had it. And, like, so, like, I know it it kind of looks like and it's very much like he's going through to you know so it's like uh, it's not funny like it's just kind of like a you know like a sad thing but yeah so we're talking about like uh their whole people being fucking assholes to uh that girl the uh Terry that came mm-hmm. forward but like also today um people were being fucking assholes to uh Brianna from Bernie's campaign mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Yeah,
1: Brianna Joy Gray, because she, um, yeah, yeah, no, I saw it where um, uh, Kamala Harris, um, you know, trying to take a, a you, know, uh, you know, doing her opportunistic thing where she mm-hmm. was like, you know, echoing uh, what the Biden campaign has kind of said is that um, treatment and testing for coronavirus should be free. And, um, you know, Brianna Joy Gray was just, you know, said like, well, and, you know, you know, Bernie's thing is like, well, if coronavirus should be free, then why shouldn't like cancer or like die like whatever, did you say diabetes? No, it was diabetes and <laughs> cancer. No, yeah. it was. It was diabetes was and cancer okay. because well, I I mean, like, cause
2: people, people are dying of, uh, right, yeah, you know, because they can't afford their insulin. So, you know. Right.
1: Yeah. That, I didn't make that connection. I was just like, those are two weird
2: things to put together. But no, yeah, that's right. But they're yeah. like, they're poor people. Like, cause people die of cancer if they're like typically poor, yeah. you know, so yeah.
1: Um, so she, you know, tweeted that at Kamala Harris to be like, well, you know, so does that mean that these other things, right? Because if if really there's no logical reason why, you know, it well, it's, well, it's not their fault they got coronavirus. It's not their fault they got fucking cancer either, or they got diabetes. Like, you know, like maybe they ate themselves into it. But honestly, with all the fucking sugar in our food, is like not is not well, that
2: hard. You know, if you even were gonna make that argument that diabetes. Yeah no i mean like there is a lot of like socioeconomic factors with diabetes too because like um you know if you look at the if you look at the spread of diabetes it's uh you know it, it affects like the uh, african-american and the latino population uh extremely like heavily right and if you yeah. look at like the spread of like where like the people who get the diabetes the most it's typically at like lower uh you know like lower income neighborhoods because they're like fuck we're working either a job or two or we're so fed up with trying to work out of this unfair system that like we're gonna fucking eat crappy food i mean like it just it happens you know so uh,
0: the whole tweet just goes back to what i was saying at the beginning of the pod that these issues you know people dying from diabetes and cancer Not even because of the disease, but from lack of treatment and not Mm -hmm. having insurance, these problems have been going on. And so the the K-Hive gets all up in arms as soon as someone, you know, it it was such a innocuous tweet to begin with, like, like far from bullying. And it wasn't like making she said to your credit, like, this is a good start. But then yeah, we need exactly. these other things.
2: Yeah. And it's everybody- the most non-controversial tweet like of all time. Like it's so it's so non-controversial. Like why is it a controversial statement and people being like, it's
0: a bad look,
2: Brianna. Like her, her mother died of cancer and it's like, well, you, she can't fucking comment. Like don't you think she should want – fucking free cancer treatments
0: like yeah. Harris- well it's the same yeah. it's the same fucking thing that biden said like oh my son we had to pay for his brain cancer or whatever like didn't he say yeah. something like that yeah, yeah. He, he said he said that having
2: free health care isn't fair because like they had to pay for it it's like okay a couple things dude one you're like well off enough that it doesn't fucking matter that you had to pay for it. Sorry that your son went through that, but like it barely affected you like in that and financially. Yeah. You and were two, able to pay like, for his
0: treatments. That was the and thing. Two, it
2: should have been free. Like we're not yeah. saying that your son shouldn't have gotten free fucking care. We're saying your son definitely should have got free fucking care. And like yeah. reading the comments on that have just like proven how yeah. fucking like non- into politics like people who are into politics are it's like also
1: cynical too i feel like a lot of those takes were cynical like the the those people popping in they'd be like "Uh, excuse me kamala harris her mother died from cancer how could you say that and it's like she her tweet said hey come like good start Buddy, but like we should expand your your reasoning there. She didn't say, "Hey, your mother died." and I'm glad she's dead. She was yeah. a stupid cunt. So are you. And I hope she, I hope you arrest the, I hope every family member in your in your immediately family dies from cancer. Like, um, I was gonna say, like, I hope Cory Booker dies. Like this person, this person, assuming that her and Cory Booker are related because they're both black. Um, I was gonna go with that. <laughs> Yes. that's their type. but uh yeah like she didn't say she didn't mention her fucking mom i would have been like i didn't talk about her stupid fucking dead mom <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I <was> dead. <laughs> like i didn't say that i just you know and it's like it's like okay let's say my father um you know working on the job right let's say he's a construction worker and he fell off like a like a whatever a scaffolding and then uh you know someone else like and then i was like uh anti scaffolding safety because i'm like an evil person right like every politician yeah. mm-hmm. and then someone was like oh well, shouldn't you know scaffolding be provided for workers and i'd be like well my dad died from this so you can't come at me about it even right. though i'm directly contributing to more people dying from the thing that affected me you know because i'm evil so
2: <laughs> well i mean yeah Kamala Harris is evil like it's not like a fucking it's not a a, a big leap to make a big leap in judgment to make, to say that she's fucking literally evil. Right.
1: Cause she's a woman. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a minority woman. There's, you know, two, two <laughs> strikes, three strikes and you're out. There's two right there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? The third strike is that
1: she's, um, related to Cory Booker. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: they're, they're all related to Cory Booker. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, are you guys like, didn't you guys grow up in the same like basketball league or something? <laughs>
1: Yeah, even though they probably, they they, they literally grew up. They literally, Kamala's from California and he's from like New Jersey, I I think. So they're literally, no, wait, you went to Stanford. Cory Booker did. Yeah. Because he wrote, uh, he had like a blog where he was like, people send in your your phone numbers and me and my friends are going to match you up on dates. That was a thing he did.
2: Yeah, he was doing the Tinder before Tinder did it. Yeah. You know, so he was he was causing people to like, you know, be disenfranchised towards dating before it was cool.
1: Well, he directly contributed to like, like if you look at a graph of like all the date rapes committed on Stanford's campus.
2: Oh hell yeah, like, brother!
1: It's like a pie chart, and it's like seventy-eight percent is caused by Cory Booker's
2: dating service. Huh, so we'll go he ahead invent, and he didn't vet we'll any ahead. of
1: those people who sent in their numbers, is what I'm
2: saying. We'll you go know. ahead and check that and say, dudes, rock
1: i'm gonna go ahead and check, i'm gonna say check that as a true a true true fact stated and it will not be accepting any fact checks uh yeah
2: Polico's so. like while that is a true fact mostly uh, dudes <laughs> yeah well that is mostly true uh dudes do indeed rock too hard so women can't be sexually assaulted on campus it's like,
1: it's like the statement is um Did Cory Booker contribute to, like, date rape? And it's like, well, uh, Cory Booker did not contribute to date rape.
0: Dudes do rock. So it is a mostly true fact, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So while we're on the divisiveness of the Democratic Party, Matt, you Hmm. shared that political article about AOC and Mm -hmm. her supposed turn on Bernie and the movement hmm. Go ahead and share that with us, bud.
2: Yeah, Matt, you brought it up,
0: so I i, I feel like you have some.
2: Yeah, so like we've been seeing this article that's going around. And it said, like you said, it's a political article, and it was talking about how AOC has been going against the grain for a while there. uh She's basically going against Bernie, is what the article was saying. And the reason why they gave was because. Um, You know, she's very she was very reluctant to endorse more progressive candidates this time around than when she first got elected. Like she when she first got elected, she like, you know, went to a neighboring state and like campaigned for like the progressive candidate. Um, And so the article is explaining that she's not doing that. She's more reluctant. People are talking about how she's like more ready to play ball with the Democratic Party than like other people. Uh, in like the Bernie movement, like Ilhan Omar or people like that, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah. yeah, so what was interesting about the article was there was like three main takeaways that I had with the article. The first one was that, like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, fucking the sky's blue, like water's wet, like we understand that a o c doesn't match with Bernie like a hundred to a hundred percent, right, like yeah. we've seen the writing on the wall for a while, she's been like giving more like neolib shit takes right shitty lib takes uh to uh you know the second thing is like okay well we can see that like she's progressive enough that like it matters in in like aesthetic wise but but it's like she still has to like within this system of like bullshit politics to where she has to like you know talk to fucking liberals you know like every day right <laughs> yeah. and then three is like okay like we noticed that we can like criticize aoc we can say like oh you know like she is t- leaning more in neolib shit lib tendencies and it's like very concerning but just because, like, a shithead endorses you, such as, like, uh, can, can't remember Yeah,
1: like,
2: just because a shithead, like, Neera endorses you doesn't necessarily mean that, like, every single one of your uh, political opinions should be thrown out the fucking window. Those are my 3 main takeaways from the article. Yeah. But I will agree. Like, the whole thing is, though, I think the most important point is that we need to say that, like, Uh, a more mainstream article is noticing the more uh divisive aoc bernie kind of like contention aoc said it's not happening bernie said it's not happening it looks like like to uh a complete fucking idiot like myself who doesn't know anything about politics Mm -hmm. uh, it does look like it is happening um but not to the degree that people are saying but also like not not to the degree that people aren't saying basically like oh, okay like nothing's wrong yeah. it's like well no like clearly she is leaning more into this you know type of tendencies
0: i think people want it to be true so badly that mm-hmm. they're they're taking a hint of truth and then just turning it to the max i i would say yeah. i would i would i would be more concerned if she was you know um coming out with policies that reflected like Nancy Pelosi. But from what I, yeah, from what I read in the article, it seemed like one of the main things was she was focusing less on, uh, like pro- turning the democratic party into a more progressive movement and backing candidates directly running against Republican challengers. Because I think she realized that while she's at least in Congress if she's constantly campaigning for Democrats uh, on the on the outside to take over incumbents like she did, that she's going to get shut down and she's not going to be as effective where if she focuses her energy on turning red seats into blue seats, that will overall be a more like, uh, they use the term coalition, but... You know, it's a it's a better effort. She's 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 repping the team colors, and you know, I can't blame her so much. I I am you know, I don't like all her takes on Twitter and everything she says, Mm. but we have to admit, like, she still is one of the good guys. It's not like she's off of the team. She's still on there. And I think people people want her to be off the team and be like, see, Bernie should have done this. Bernie should have like you know sucked up to the establishment and i don't even think aoc is quote sucking up to the establishment i think she's just realizing that as the situation is it's really fucking shitty and so i think she's trying to make the best she can
2: i this might be a little bit of like a nihilistic take but i honestly believe that like being in politics changes you And I feel like quite possibly, like, you know, Bernie, who's like been saying the same shit like forever, which is like good shit that he's saying. I feel like he, you know, is so set in his ways that like he's not going to change that. And politics didn't even change that. You know, like he's always wanted to help people. And that's like his whole main goal in life. And that's what he's been doing. That's what he's been fighting for. Whereas like AOC, like I like she is trying to help. But, like, at the same time, when she gets into politics, she's, like, leaning more into the, like, the lame stream, like, lame stream, the fucking lame, like, neo-lib fucking fucking lame stream media. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She's leaning into the fucking, like, lame-ass neo-lib, like, tendencies, right? Because, like, I mean, Paul, I I, I couldn't tell you, like, how the fuck I'd act or how I'd react Mm -hmm. if I'm there. You know, like I would like to think like, oh, I'd fucking go to the White House and like take the president's head and chop it off with a fucking guillotine. But how the fuck would I know? You know, Um, if I could offer, I would say I'd offer my my thoughts on this are um,
1: this has happened with AOC before where Mm -hmm. um, especially around like before she endorsed Bernie. Mm -hmm. um, I saw no end of admittedly like a lot of like dudes. Uh, some of like the the dudes rock Twitter unfortunately were getting out ahead of themselves to be like mm-hmm. she's gonna endorse Warren, you know, yada yada. Like yeah. the whole squad's gonna endorse Warren. She's gonna betray <sighs> she's not with us. And then she basically did something that I thought was like courageous in the sense that like Bernie had a heart attack. And right, so it looks like you know, this guy you, if you're, if if what they said about her was true and she's just opportunistic, then she would have just seen this as like, oh, well, he's out out of the count, so I'll just go to Warren, right? But mm-hmm. she didn't. She and the squad, except Rhianna Presley, who is uh, opportunistic, um, were like, oh, you know, they went and endorsed him when at mm-hmm. a point where it may have been politically not viable to endorse him because he could have croaked from a heart attack or he could have been he could have been you know, kind of permanently, uh, handicapped by his health, but they mm-hmm. endorsed him. And, and so, and I, and I, of course, but like, that's the thing with Twitter is that, so, a, a, an article like this goes around, right. Mm-hmm. Where Politico and Politico's done this before at AOC too, where I think she said okay. something like, um, like we're going for, like she was talking about Medicare for all. And she was like, well, the way that things are, you know, once we propose this, um, we'll probably have to compromise on it for single-payer, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, all she's saying there is that, yeah, like the the way the Senate is set up, even with a Democratic majority, you'll still have like red state Dems who would go against Medicare for all. Um, so, you know, she's just kind of maybe being like, you know, like, like kind of plainly stating this. And then you have a bunch of people again kind of come out saying, well, here she goes stabbing us to the back again. And in this article, too, what, what I see is, um, I, like, we there's, like, literally, like, what do we have to go on here, really? All we have are rumors and whispers and that she's trying to do this or not doing this or whatever. Like, I don't know any of that shit. If she yeah. does do that, I will I will disavow and say, you know, you should remember where he came from, all this stuff, right? Um, yeah. But until then, I'm not going to like fucking pop off because what do we my, see now is like a bunch of bunch of people on Twitter because Twitter is just take after take after take yeah. who see this article, don't read it and just pop off. And then, you know, it doesn't matter if they're wrong because that's 40 tweets ago. So who cares? But I'm not because yeah. I'm not. Yeah, anyway, yeah,
2: my, go ahead. my whole my whole thing is like especially with this particular article is that people were pointing to like a very, the very specific, like near Tannen, right? Like endorsement. And then the other, I can't remember the other person who endorsed her, like within the article was like, yeah, she's a force in the democratic party. It's like people go, Oh, like you don't want like them to, you know, say like that. You don't want them to endorse that. I'm like, these are the same people, unfortunately. And again, it's part of the community. Right. So like, we'll rally around them, but like, it's the same people who are like, Oh, well, like, bernie should accept joe rogan's fucking endorsement and then like people going like oh well like i don't understand how these people are upset because bernie bros are bullying like women online like just because like bernie's still a viable candidate regardless of like what his followers do it's the same thing with like aoc right like she's still you know she's still part of the team regardless of him near tannins like i like her or not but i will say that what i'm the whole point of the article though like what i i i'm I don't know. I feel like a shitty centrist at this point, at this venture, because, yes, I do agree that like AOC is leaning into her shitty like fucking neolib tendencies. And it's very concerning. And like I haven't disavowed her completely. But like, again, like I'm not fucking voting for her. So it doesn't matter. But like I wouldn't right. vote for her or, president or, right now.
1: Yeah. Um, her Democrat or her um, whatever, her district. Um, also, I don't yeah. I don't. There's nothing near Tandon saying AOC like like saying Yas Queen AOC I doesn't make any fucking impression on me. She's like a worm. The whole establishment will just glom onto whoever's popular. Like there was that whole thing with um, like Pelosi was like took a picture with her and Ilhan Omar and AOC on the cover of like a magazine. And right then,
2: with Tulsi Gabbard know, and yeah, all the female. Yeah, and then you had
1: like a like all you know the like garage. second or yeah
2: yeah the th- like the third
1: instance of you know people trying to like murder Ilhan Omar over like things she said and Pelosi didn't do shit and it's like th- like their their support is not genuine it's not actually based in any genuine like like appraisal of where they stand politically it's all Mm -hmm. surface level it's all this person's popular so i'm going to try to get on their good side and be buddy buddy with them so people can associate the two of us but um like yeah like neera Tandon will be the first person to throw aoc under the bus or do nothing for her like they are not like anyone saying well she's appraising her it's like i don't give a fuck because nothing neera Tandon says is should ever be taken with any like gl- like any bit of honesty unless she's literally just saying yeah we should like you know take anyone who doesn't qualify for this and throw them into a blender and then make smoothies out of them then i would believe her right <laughs> but if she's not saying something like
2: that then hey like, cole believe all women okay If she says <laughs> she's gonna throw it, people
1: if they, like Say If they say one time that Putin is daddy, right, which yeah. one of us hasn't said that, um, yeah. then, yeah, you can't believe her. But
2: Right. Yeah, which one of us hasn't said, like, yo, Putin filled my asshole with cum last weekend and I loved it. Yas, queen, with the little clappy, clapping emoji. Like, who hasn't said that? Which you one
1: know? of us hasn't looked at the picture of Putin on the white horse and then wondered which one of them was bigger? I mean, yeah. exactly. I'm just saying.
0: Uh, about
2: that uh yeah go ahead josh oh my last
0: my last thing on the the near tandon and quote-unquote endorsement by her just saying one semi-nice thing about aoc is um yeah uh justin jackson backup running back for the san Diego chargers you know he has a pretty prolific leftist twitter account perfect politics
2: right yeah
0: yeah. perfect politics he he was on Chapo trap house great episode um he actually came at AOC and and said something along the lines of, you know, like, oh, you should disavow this Neera tandem endorsement or or something like that. And she came back and just said, hey, man, like, I can't control who talks about me in the media or not. And mm-hmm. yeah. he, he was, was like, his response was like respect because he's like, you know, hey, I called you out and you – you know, you answered back, and I respect that. So, I think you know.
1: And then, and then he said, "Post feet," and we were like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <man>.
2: oh, <laughs> "Hell yeah, brother!"
0: We're She's posted feet. Pics.
2: Wait, what? She's posted feet. Yeah, her little Instagram. Can uh, we get the little, link? It,
0: link in the bio. Can you
2: hear me?
0: Can you hear me? I <laughs> real quick.
2: Cole's just like clacking on his fucking keyboard, like AOC feet. So, it's not so like she's in her s- socks, but whatever. Speaking of feet,
0: <laughs> I'm trying to get so I'm trying to get my girlfriend to start an OnlyFans account and post feet pics. Okay, um, I Wait, is that something I did? Yeah, but no, he, didn't, he didn't.
2: He didn't get uh, his girlfriend. His girlfriend started an OnlyFans yeah. account, and she's basically selling like soft core pornography, of, like. You know, just I mean, like soft core pornography is just like tit pics or whatever considered, but like she's selling yeah. that and people are calling him, like a, a they're like oh look at you like you simp faggot or whatever like blah blah, blah. They're, like typing these yeah things. it's yeah, hilarious right. like I love my girlfriend you know
1: yeah exactly I, like I support her <laughs> <They're following laughs> you know like him the simp or like whatever and it's like like he's literally like he doesn't care so yeah. You're the only one who's mad about this.
2: Also- I will tell you, though, I, I like I kind of identify uh, almost with those people who not, not who are mad at like him being like, oh, look, you're a simp. it's like, yeah, cool. Like his girlfriend's doing whatever. I uh, I sent that thing to you guys the other day, the picture of that girl. And, and Cole, you like liked it or retweeted it or something. That girl that was like, oh, like get a real career. And I have an OnlyFans account. Oh, so she made yeah, like eighty like- five thousand dollars. i looked at that picture and i immediately wanted to fucking uh suicide vest like just go into a fucking uh the capitol building and just fucking suicide vest like blow everyone up because right like here's the thing people were upset and people were being like oh fucking like you're showing your tits blah blah okay i found that like myself like i i I don't like that people who either a don't contribute to society or b don't like fucking have any fucking talent are like able to make it in this world almost where like people who Mm -hmm. who who are contributing society who do have talent are fucking struggling and it's the same thing that like fucking let's players i've always said this like people who play video games online like ninja or whatever i'm like why the fuck are they millionaires why is pewdiepie a millionaire he doesn't contribute to society he's not entertaining he doesn't have fucking like value in terms of like art or anything like he's not making the games he's not making yes yeah and it's like that like people like that and i just go okay she's showing her tits eighty five thousand dollars it's like all right i looked at that picture just like set my phone down staring at the ceiling for literally like 30 minutes and was like i fucking hate this world i want to die yeah
0: well i would i would argue that showing your tits actually is an essential service during this um social distancing and it's not I, even porn if I had it's tits, not even porn
2: like porn I, workers like have a skill like it's not literally not a skill it's like a, a genetic good. at that point
1: but I, but I think that's a good distinction between the two because i mean one I'm is, not against
2: sex yeah. workers like i'm not against them at no. all like whatever but, like, there is a essential skill, like, in sex work that happens and, like, just showing, like, your natural tits or whatever or your natural ass is not a fucking skill. It's just not, like, you're not doing anything. You're just taking a fucking picture. Sorry. ran over. I, <laughs> would, I would
0: say that, like, it's – if you had the tits and the ass, you would totally post to OnlyFans, too, if yeah. you knew you could make a quick buck and – i yeah. don't blame anybody who has an only fans account because no i, pro- I don't probably I, oh go ahead
2: yeah, i don't blame them i don't i don't blame her i'm saying it's like it's more of like a critique of the whole system it's like it's not yeah. it's not like obviously we always bitch about the system but it's not a fucking fair system we're like you know she makes more than a fucking cna who like wipes the shit off of a fucking old person's ass you know what i'm saying like that that's the whole thing like that's what depresses me is like that is a fact of life and it's fucking bullshit and it's like very apparent when that shit happens like again like if you fucking go on like like pewdiepie's fucking subreddit or whatever and they're like oh yeah pewdiepie makes a million dollars so like you know he can do that because he's like funny or whatever it's like no he's not like he's not providing a service at all he's not entertaining he's not funny he's just playing a video game and saying poopy fart dicks and he's getting like millions of dollars
0: no i get what you're saying because uh, it's it's the it's the market that is deciding this not it's not based off necessity or need or anything it's completely you know what are people going willing to pay for, and what does the market say your value is? But Cole, you, you're going to come in with something.
1: Well, yeah, I was going to say, Josh, that's a good. I think that's uh, like a a good point to say that. that like, it, what's frustrating, I think, Matt, what you're getting is that this whatever, this like, um, we 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 always chalk it up to the market. It's like this fucking entity or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. This yeah. uh, amorphous whatever determines. That uh, someone making someone who's doing very necessary work at the moment, like who is like a like a uh, like a sanitation worker, like a janitor or whatever, like folks like that now are super fucking important because they have to wipe everything down and make sure everything's sanitized. And do do we do you think they're making any more money during this? No, but, you know, and it's like, yeah, this girl, the OnlyFans. Right. It's like it's not her fault. Right. That this is the way it is. We're not saying you should feel bad because this person doesn't have, it's more like saying it's like, you could just feel like the contradictions and unfairness in this situation where, mm-hmm. yeah, like she's just like, it's, it's a mo- like, and it's just like, you know, it's just, yeah, you can feel how her making more than this person makes in a year in a month doing this. It's like, if, all things were fair, right? She would be making a decent amount of money. He would be making a decent amount of money, both doing their perspective things, right? Both would be making a comfortable existence. But mm-hmm. the way it is now, he's like this, uh, you know, he, she, whatever, the sanitation worker is, is having a miserable existence and she's having this, exi- like where she's making more money than a lot of people make in a year, in a month doing this. So it's just that, that, you know, and it's like, you know, it's hard to, I think, get into that, Matt. And I know you're feeling hard to get into it without us seeming like we're trying to, like, shame women for whatever. Right. It's just like, yeah, I feel that I feel the same way about like Ninja, you know, yeah. who, like, who was, who was like that dude has murdered. Like that dude is like like a, a predator of some sort. Like I, I, I wholeheartedly believe it. No one has that type of hair no one talks (laughs) no one one talks to this many kids on like a day-to-day basis without wanting something right, that's all I'm saying I'm not saying he's a pedophile I'm just saying he wants something that that he's not necessarily getting at the moment and
2: and I think there's a difference between like artistic value right because like I think like you you see and obviously like art subjective, whatever, whatever. But like you see like a person who makes like quality like videos or whatever, who like edits like that's like an art, right? Like it takes an amount of skill to do that. Whereas like let's players just like literally do what we fucking are doing in quarantine and do nothing but play video games and make fucking millions of dollars or like like that chick like does what chicks fucking do and just like posts her fucking ass or posts her tits and makes 85 mm-hmm. K right? Like just nothing. And it's like no skill involved, no whatever. That's, that's, I think that's the biggest distinction though. There's, there are people who are genuinely upset who are like, Oh, she's a woman like fuck her for making money. No, I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm not blaming yeah, her. Absolutely. I'm not saying anything. I'm blaming, the system that we fucking live in that allows that to happen. Whereas like you go, okay, well like an entry level nurse, regardless of like how many years fucking experience, an entry level teacher, right? Cole, you're a fucking teacher. You're making less than her. Like you're way more of a benefit to society than she is. Like, sorry. I'm not saying, I'm not, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's like, um, you're talking about skills and I think it's like, um, it's like, okay, what should, you know, at least in this, like, like this system, it's like your like level of income or your level of value kind of, um, some of that it's like, it can be tied to like, well, can you pr- like, what, like what's your relationship to like a commodity, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you could be a guy who is just literally, you're like a, like a, a Ferrari salesman and you'll make like literally just being a guy who is there to sell someone a Ferrari. Like the car is gonna get bought anyway. Mm-hmm. But because your your relationship to this commodity is, you're the middleman between this commodity and someone else, you can make bank off of like, you know, whatever, um, what is it, commission, right? Mm-hmm. The car is probably gonna get bought anyway. Like no one walking into like a Ferrari, no one really walking into a dealership, right? is they're going to want to buy a car at some point. Right. So just your relationship to it can get you this money, even if and I do know car sales sale selling does involve some sort of skill with it. Right. But mm-hmm. you could, you could argue, yeah, you're not, you're just kind of there to like, you know, facilitate things like, uh, like mm-hmm. a, I, I, I would buy the car, you know, I could buy the car without you. Um, in this in this case being too where she's her commodity is ass and titty pigs, right? And it's just mm-hmm. she could be like the one to directly it's like, you know, she makes this, you know, has this income based off of that. Whereas someone who doesn't really produce a commodity, someone who just provides a valuable service to society, but but because they don't have that a relationship with like a like a good, right? They're just someone who cleans up after people, then we just go well obviously that's not worth anything yeah the ferrari salesman making 300 grand a year or even more than that right well he deserves that cuz he 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 has the goober the thing right he sells the thing and it's like why you know really why you know uh is that the case and it's like if the if this janitor or whatever could could somehow sell that uh you know could somehow convince people that a a it's cleanly sanitized room. Right. I don't know. I was, I was trying to get an analogy on like, Oh, I'll sell room. Anyway, I was going to do a dumb analogy regard. Like, again, it's, it's, it's like yeah, where no, I get, I get where you get what I'm saying is that, yeah, yeah I can stop rambling.
0: No, yeah. I get, I get what you're saying. And I think the frustration a lot of times comes from being told, you know, all throughout school and our, you know, developing years that, the amount of effort you put into something or the amount of skill you have will dictate what you end up earning in life. When in Mm -hmm. reality, the person making the Ferrari is adding more value to that product than the person selling it. But the way the system is set up is that their labor is reduced to such a point because it's, they call it, you know, unskilled labor. The person making that Mm -hmm. Ferrari which is Mm -hmm. totally an erroneous term. And that's just because the market, you know, the business has said, Oh, we can get away. We can get away with paying this person $15 an hour to make a Ferrari. And then, you know, the person selling it is just making commission. And then you can even go on top of that and say, the corporation is just stealing all of their labor to some amount. And so that's the frustrating part is because Mm -hmm. everybody is getting exploited even the salesman, to an extent, you know, less so than the, manufa- the person manufacturing it. But it's like the system doesn't operate by how much value you actually add. It operates by here's the least amount we can pay you and you'll still work for us.
2: It, exactly. And so these weird fucking cases where like and that's what that's also what I'm going to call it, these weird fucking cases where like people just randomly like hit the market at the right fucking time or in the right way to where they make it big. Like I was thinking the other day, I was like, you know, at least like people who stole like wealth from other people, like. I don't know, Cole, you're the history guy, but Kings or Queens or whoever, like at least they were like, yeah, God told us we could. It's like, Oh, okay. Like that, that's, that's a better, that's a better fucking argument than like, (laughs) that's a better argument than I worked hard for that money. Like you're not playing video games. Like Like, it it really, like, like what, like honestly, like it just baffles me. And I think like, you're right josh you're 100 right we've been told this lie all of our life especially in america we've been titled told this lie all of our life you work hard and you'll fucking make it and guess what most people work hard and they don't fucking make it it's a lot of luck it's a lot of like weird fucking market the invisible hand of capitalism Ooh, you know fucking yeah. directing yeah. where your life goes or whatever or it's like Oh well, they were smart with their money. You know, they just had a hundred thousand dollars fucking lying around in a fucking sewer somewhere that they were exploring as little kids, and they invested it into fucking Apple. You know, before iPhone was made.
1: What yeah, the man. fuck?
2: What are you talking about?
1: you like a good. That's a really great point. Because I was thinking like, like the Egyptian pharaohs, right? It's like, oh well, why does he get to live in this big palace? Why does he get all these jewels and all these women he can fuck? It's like, well, he's the son of Ra. You know, he's literally the (laughs) son of the son of, and like you, like you ask any peasant, he's like, You know, you know what? Like, like some Egyptian peasant having like clash consciences, they're like, Well, I made the pyramid. Why does he get to like live in it? And like, Well, he's the son of Ra. You you, you see that? You see that the big shiny thing, the sun? Yeah, he's the son of that. And he's go, Fuck, I guess he
2: does deserve
1: that. I'm not, you know, my father was like a cobbler, like, that's nothing.
2: I guess yeah, that's his, right. I guess his stupid ass like ancestors were like better at like punching people with stones or whatever than their yeah. stupid ass ancestors. So then eventually they were like, "Well, how can he be better? Like, we fucking whatever." And they're like, "Oh, well, uh there's this god, right? And he's like a sun dude." And like, "We're the sons of sun dude." And he's like fair enough like you know like it's yeah. <laughs> it's literally like i and that how is that a better argument like it is how is that a better fucking argument than like they worked hard with Jeff Bezos worked hard for his fucking money he didn't invent the computers he didn't invent yeah. the truck he didn't invent book selling he didn't invent fucking anything he literally just hit the fucking market at the right time like it was it's more supernatural that Jeff Bezos made it, then the fucking king, the queens, I said they were defend, descendants of God. Yeah. No, it's literally like, like,
1: thinking of history. It's like, yeah, go back to this Egyptian peasant and he's like, well, why does the pharaoh get to live in the thing? And you go, well, he worked really hard for it. He worked so hard for this. They'd the like, peasant would be like, Bullshit. Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> no, that's not true. Yeah, no, he's just the son of fucking Ra. Yeah. He's the son of Ra. And he goes, Okay, that makes oh, sense. Yeah, <laughs> that, that makes a lot of fucking under, sense. The we the other worship other that guy. Saying, he's yeah. The other shit you were saying that didn't make sense, but that he's the son of this of of, of Ra? That's cool. Yeah, and you're saying his brother gets to be uh, whatever minister of defense because he's related to Sobek, the Crockett dial headed god. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Fair now, enough. You know. You know. You were saying before that he got it. You know, because he worked really hard,
2: that all makes sense. But that yeah, he's related—that's yeah, crazy, that's, crazy talk. <laughs> what are you talking? The invisible hand yeah. of the market. What the fuck is that? Who who would believe in that bullshit? <laughs> but as we've killed God, as capitalism
1: killed God, I was going <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to bring that up. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, Nietzsche, as Nietzsche was
2: right putting pen to paper.
1: Now it's literally the opposite. Why does why does like the Trump family get to live? And their opulence, right? If you told someone, well, well, that's not—I guess—not necessarily true for all. Uh, some Christians would believe it, right? But the average person, say, if you just told them, yeah, well, God, God said they deserved that, so that's all theirs. Trump's the the, the son of God. They'd be like, no, that's not really true. No, I don't mm-hmm. believe that. But then you go, well, he worked really hard for it. He worked super hard for it. They'd be like, yeah, I guess I believe that. And I hate,
2: this, I hate this idea of, like, intelligence, too. Like, a lot of yeah. people will go, like, oh, well, they'll, like, admit. They'll go, oh, no, he didn't, like, invent all that. Jeff Bezos didn't invent that stuff, but he was really smart. He was really yeah. smart. What the fuck? What metric are you measuring? Him being really smart. So- Elon Money. Musk was really smart. What? That's it. Like, like Mark like Marx
1: said that, like, there's no such thing as, like, an ugly millionaire there's no such thing as like a like a dumb millionaire everyone's like money's like the great like it just erases like Like, but they think
2: that like the intelligence precedes like the money though like they don't think like the money like influences the intelligence they think like they 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 do think that but like they're like fucked up double think where they go oh no guy was smart that's why he's rich it's like no, honey. Like you're in the right place at the right time. It's... Like look at people who graduate from Princeton and Harvard. Those motherfuckers are the dumbest motherfuckers you'll ever fucking meet in your life. And yet they're like the the Institute of Higher Learning. That's Harvard or Princeton or Yale. You know? Oh my God, Oxford. Oh, like it's so blah blah blah. It's like they're fucking stupid. Like, <laughs>
0: what are well, you talking so about? Really quickly, uh, Conan has a great interview where he's talking about like. Yeah, I was super nervous because I thought Harvard was going to be this super highbrow, you know, everybody was going to be the smartest person at their high school. And he realized, oh, no, like, actually, it's no different than any other college in the country. You have equal level, like equal distribution of intelligence as any other school. It's just a bunch of very wealthy people end up going to the school. And the other thing is... It's the reason why people are like, oh, it has to be intelligence or it has to be, you know, just good business savvy. Why these people are so rich is because if they realize that these people were the same as them or less than you know their brains would melt because they couldn't, yeah, the couldn't handle the fact that the the billionaire, the billionaires and millionaires <laughs> are are yeah. no different than your average person it's like listen to jack ma the fucking owner of alibaba speak and he's one of the dumbest people dumbest motherfuckers <laughs> you ever hear speak and even elon musk is like this guy's a fucking idiot and so intelligence has nothing to do with it. A lot of it, either luck, like you said, Matt, or even worse, generational wealth, where that wealth just got passed down after generation and generation. And You just said luck twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, like, you know, it's just like the roll of the die. Oh, you're, you're, you
2: got born into the Bezos family. Guess you're, you know, going to remain wealthy until the sun kills us all. <laughs> Can I say... Like, what makes...
1: Well, I was thinking about our earlier example. It's like, that actually makes, like, any time there was, like, a peasant rebellion back in this day, like, actually really fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Divine right of my pussy, assholes yeah. Why don't you suck my dick? And this peasant's like... I'm gonna kill God.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, right? They're what like, "No gods, no masters. We're just fucking cutting all their heads off," and it was like, like no awesome. Old. And then they, and then the business class are like, "Well, hey, listen, we could, uh, you know, we could rule now," and they're like, "Yeah, that's cool. I guess, sure." I gotta pee. Let me pee real quick. So I got to as well. So yeah,
0: Josh, talk. Talk by yourself. So I've prepared this dissertation. <laughs> I'll just pause the recording. Cole, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think I'm getting Corona bod where yeah. I'm like eating more than I usually do and moving less. So now it's okay. like... Like, it's not a huge amount, but I definitely am feeling, like, extra weight in my gut where, you know, there's a little more flab than there used to be. And I'm just terrified, like, if this goes on too much longer, you know, I'm just going to – it's all going to go to shit. (laughs) All my games. Dude, honestly,
2: I've just fucking – I've I've accepted it. I'm like, you know what? Like, I might as well – like, I don't have anyone to impress. I'm by. I'm already depressed. Like I'm at home by myself. Might as well just fucking fully embrace the fat life again. Yeah, oh, baby, we're doing it. Like in high school, two thirty-five. Guess what? After quarantine, three hundred. Fucking.
0: <laughs> no, I'm lucky. I've I've talked to my girlfriend about this, and she's like, yeah, "Oh yeah, what's t- his name?" Um, Todd. Um, no, but I'm lucky that she understands because she's like, "I'm in the same boat." Where she says. You know, she she lives in a Mexican household, so they naturally are, like, eating a ton of bread and a lot of cheese. And she's already telling me, like, Josh, every day I just eat a shit ton of sweet bread and cheese and I'm gaining weight. Like, don't think I'm ugly. I'm like, oh, I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about me, like, just turning into a blob of a human being during this
1: coronavirus yeah. told her, like you better not get fat I'll dump her <laughs>
0: yeah or like uh like, a, like women who are ugly ugh fucking yeah. jeff jeff low of uh Tiger King where his wife is pregnant and he, while she's pregnant he's like you better get in that fucking gym the second that baby pops out of you cuz I can't stand to have a fat wife
2: <laughs> oh yeah brother that's a, that's the dream is just to like have a have a a wife that might gain a little bit of weight and then threaten to divorce her ass immediately just be like listen honey i i look like a schlub you know my beard's untrimmed i'm fat as shit but like the moment that you gain fucking 10 pounds bitch you're out you're out on the street
0: yeah i i definitely do not have the power to pull that off um but yeah, I think uh, next time we should definitely, Matt, if you've watched the episodes by then, we should talk about Tiger King because I'd really love to get into it. I almost want to watch it again because I have so little going on. And it was like the most, uh, you know, alive I felt in the past two weeks. Since I, that show. Okay.
2: I got a little recco for you guys. If you oh, guys haven't okay. seen it. Uh, well, I've got two recos, uh two for Cole, uh, right, one for each down. of you, I guess. Uh, so there is a movie and you guys might've seen it. It's with Jack Nicholson. It's called as, uh, as good as it gets. Have you guys seen that movie? No. So it's a romantic comedy. It's really good. Uh, I will have to tell you for warning though, content warning. If you're triggered by the words, uh, F a G or anything like that, then don't watch it because it's definitely a product of its time, but, uh, it doesn't portray it in a a good light. So there you go. It's a great movie. It's funny. Um, it, there, there's a scene that like friend of the pod Lee always quotes from that movie. And he's just like, this girl's like, how do you, cause he's a, he's a, ro- he's a romance writer. Jack Nicholson is, she goes, yeah. he's like a, like an autistic asshole. Right. And she's like, how do you write women characters so well? And he goes, well, I write them like a man and then I take out all responsibility or accountability.
0: Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard him say that before. It's a fantastic movie.
2: Definitely watch it. Um, and then Cole, for you, uh, I don't know. Have you ever played this game called Deadly Premonition? I've heard. I know it is. Yeah. Uh, I think you have a three hundred and sixty, right? Yes. You should play it. I, I it's I have it on Switch because they remade it for Switch. Yeah. But it's like a shitty B horror movie in a video game.
1: It's like Twin Peaks. The it's like very Twin Peaks. I've seen. I've watched people play it. And it's, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it's really good so far. I haven't like gotten very far in it. I've maybe played like three or four hours yeah. of it, but like, right, I'm getting like a lot of like B or C movie vibes, and it's uh it's very entertaining. There's like bad lip syncing too, because it's like a Japanese game. Yeah, and that just makes it even better. And like while I'm driving, he's talking like he's talking about like fucking movies he likes. He's like, oh, I love Tremors, but it was directed by this guy, and blah blah. I'm yeah. like, okay, like this.
1: Just... Yeah, he um, yeah. like yeah. Um, I remember watching it and it's like an FBI agent guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And he talks, yeah, it's like twin peaks. Cause that's like, and he like talks to like, does he talk to a recorder two, or just talks out loud to like a woman? No, he talks
2: out loud. Like you're, you're, yeah. you're his name. The, the guy he talks to, his name is Zach. And it's basically like the guy controlling him. he's like, what do you think we should do Zach?
1: Yeah. It's like twin peaks, but he, but in the show, he talks to a recorder to like this woman you never really see. Um, mm-hmm. So he's basically talking to himself, but, um, I would say
0: for, so you were talking about like coronavirus. Uh, Cole, can I talk about deadly premonition really quick with Matt? Um, so Matt, you said it's like, <laughs> Oh, no. No.
2: <laughs> didn't even wait for um, him to, his ass to respond. So, I'm, yeah,
0: well, I just assumed he was moving on to something else, but, um, so I'm looking at it and it says it's, uh, it came out on Xbox 360, PlayStation three out on switch and then it's also on PC. Um, yep. So Cole, we could do a we could do a live stream, a let's play of uh, Deadly Premonition. Okay. Um, I was looking at the reviews, and so US IGN gave it mm-hmm. a two out of ten. Yep. But UK IGN gave it yep. a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty big disparity. What?
2: watch the ign's review of the
0: remake
2: on the ps3 that one's uh yeah the the regular ign because they they it's that game is so divisive uh it's a very interesting like case study because i mean like the original game is like apparently like more janky than like the remake but uh i mean this this game is very like very b-movie feel type of game like like the character animations the way they like act and react to things is pretty funny (laughs)
0: That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I like, have to check this I out. Feel like the
1: two out of ten is like basically IGN taking the game very, very seriously. Yes, and it's like not at all intended that way. Oh, yeah, not at all.
2: I mean, he like tells the future by drinking coffee. Like you get a cup of coffee in the morning, and he like pours milk into it and reads the future. And he goes, "Zach, like I can read
0: the future." Oh my god! So on the wiki page it says. Deadly Premonition received wildly varying critical reviews and holds the Guinness World Record for the most critically polarizing survival horror game.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's incredible.
1: Well, if I could, go, if I could say my thing before Josh, I don't want to um,
0: fucking, I don't want to fucking hear it.
1: Very rude. All right, guys,
0: thanks so much for tuning in to lethal.
2: No. Big Silence. Wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, well, Josh, you mentioned the bod before, the and are you just are you just doing soundboard now, you motherfucker? <laughs> you Way know, too much power. You can't you can't hear it, so Don't now do, we have tell to tell me you're an idiot. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I swear to God, if I can't start talking again. Um. uh you know, you said you're getting better. That's good. You have been, you sweet <laughs>
0: You can, keep, you can keep talking. It's okay. I can't hear yeah, you cool. cool.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry.
1: Was that like just like generic cowboy song?
2: Like yes. Yeah. Kind of like. <laughs> yeah, um, it's actually- Gosh, hand off the fucking keyboard. Okay.
1: Well, I, my my thing lately has been to because uh, because of the virus, obviously, this isn't my normal schedule, of course, to Definitely you know, not. sleep, to go to bed at five and then sleep till two, Um uh, you know, because of the virus, you know, I would never do that normally. Um, I just get up and I literally just go outside and mess around. I don't eat lunch, I don't eat anything until like eleven o'clock. And then I'll just have one meal then, right? And I also bought a barbell that I've been able to use uh it's like lift with too. So that's been helpful. And I have a treadmill. So I basically have like the two pillars down, though so, like, I didn't know how hard it is to bench press without a bench. Yeah. Like, I can't figure out how to do it, like, well
2: without yeah. a bench. Yeah,
0: you just don't, oh, well, you
2: don't I, do it. I mean, I, you know, because I told you, like, I stopped bench pressing because it fucking hurt my wrist or whatever. So I just use yeah. dumbbell shit. But, like uh, when I was at the gym and like when I was bench pressing, I tried it without the fucking stabilizer too. And I'm like, you know, the thing that like the, the rack at, at play at fitness or whatever, the that's head. I'm like, Oh, this is a lot harder without this yeah. because like, it's a lot harder on like your movement essentially, yeah. you know? Um, so, but I will tell you once this coronavirus bullshit is over, once this like gay ass coronavirus just goes back to China, wherever the fuck it came from. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's over for you, hoes. I'm going back to the gym. We're working out. Getting Hell yeah! Rip shitless. Either that or eating myself to 300 pounds. Yeah.
0: Well, you're yeah. gonna end up on six. My 600 pound life, and then yeah. We'll Either that stuff. or nine day fiance. I might go fucking
2: insane. I was telling you guys, I might go fucking insane and just like fly to fucking Colombia and get my own power life. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, totally, uh, like, just hit up SouthAmericaDate.com or whatever the fuck it's called where they find these bitches. Because, like, there are some gorgeous South American women that these guys are pulling in. And I know for a fact, Matt, you could snag, like, a dime from down there for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. That's the thing. That's the goal is to go and, like, you know, practice modern-day colonialism by, like, being a TEFL teacher or whatever. And then, like, going, hey, I'm, like, the white guy here to... You know date your women bring them to That's me gorgeous piece of cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you tony uh, soprano for that yeah. uh
1: i was gonna say on like media stuff so i watched on netflix um it's this show called blood ride um mm. it's like norwegian it's like a norwegian like horror anthology <laughs>
2: Oh no, we have to run away from the bad guys <laughs> yeah every every
1: episode kind of just ends with like the lesson that you know uh you know basically just ends with like someone being like, "I'm so fucking sad, it's so cold. there's nothing here for us, oh God, oh God, why do we live here? What is God dead uh, you because know, how norwegians are um no, it's great. I actually was having this like occasionally like they would like I would see. Like they're speaking Norwegian, right? Which is a made-up language. So um,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah so
1: like, <laughs> also Pete Buttigieg makes an appearance. Uh, <laughs> speaking a, Norwegian. Uh, yeah, the first episode, she um, the, the the main lady sacrifices a rat, and I was like, Ah, Pete, nice to see you. Nice. Um, anyway, but it's a made-up language, and anytime I saw it written out, I was like. Why the fuck do they delude themselves? Just speak
0: English. <laughs> Just we, we know you. Are we they, know you know English. Like speak. English. Are they one of
2: the countries that speak English? Basically, like kind of like oh Germany. Gosh. Like if, if you go to Germany and they're like, "Oh, sorry, we don't speak of we don't speak English," you know, whatever. I don't know what accent that was, but if they're like, "We don't speak English," you're like, "You're fucking lying."
0: So, so when I was in Europe, and from what yeah. I've heard, a lot of. I haven't been to the Nordic countries, but I've heard almost all of them are very fluent in English. Uh, Germany, Germany has
2: like a fucking ninety something percent, right? Germany, in
0: every German place, like this, the bumfuck nowhere, they knew English like yeah. very well. The Spanish and the French. So the yeah, French, I was say. the French know English, but they won't speak it. And the yeah, Spanish. The Spanish are like super weird. They won't like they hate even fellow Spaniards, like the Basque people, like the people who speak Basque. They fucking hate their guts. So they're super nationalistic and like hella racist. And they won't speak anything but, but, like, Spanish. And then they hate the Catalonians because they want – they don't like Catalonian Spanish. And they hate the Basque because that's a bumfuck language. So I would say, like – Well, the Basque, aren't, like, the Basque aren't Spanish. No, they're,
1: they're
2: not. Like, they're their well, own. they're – I mean, but, like, honestly, we can say that, like – yeah, it'd be, I, I think it would be cool to go to Spain. And I think it would be cool to live in Spain, honestly. But we can say that Spain, Spanish, like, the main, like – Oh, where like the main Spanish or whatever is uh
0: it's st- stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> <But there are laughs> yeah, I think uh, I agree definitely. Uh, I think yeah, Mexican Spanish should be the standard. Well, uh, it is kind of the standard Spanish because it's like Columbia. used in a lot Colombian of movies. Be the
2: standard, and the reason Colombian Spanish should be the standard is because like a lot of people who aren't fluent in Spanish uh say that Colombia, like speaking to Colombians is like really helpful to learn Spanish because they speak like incredibly clear and incredibly slow. There's mm-hmm. a lot of slang. Like in Mexico's got a lot of I mean yeah. everywhere's got a lot of slang, but Mexico's got a like a lot of slang. Like these uh ask uh, ask uh, your girlfriend Josh about the uh ching what is it chingados chingadas the mm-hmm. like what what Mexicans call themselves. They call themselves literally like sons and daughters of the fucked one. So
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
2: Malinche, ask her about Malinche. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, I'll have to bring that up in our
1: next convo. Yeah, ask her about Cortez. Why not? Why limit it there? You know, <laughs> yeah. ask about Montevia, about Porfirio Diaz. Just ask her about every every important Mexican figure. You know, I well, no, know. I, say, I, I was rest. saying Malinche
2: because that's part of the ching- chingado, yeah, the colloquial yeah.
0: thing. Yeah, now look it up. So. One thing really quickly, I, one thing I didn't understand until I saw Roma and then talked to, to Liz more about it is, is like that she's
2: not speaking Spanish. Wait what? She's not speaking Spanish, is that what no, you're talking about?
0: No, she is speaking Spanish, but mm-hmm. the you know, in America there's the really bad disparity between like Native Americans and everybody else. And it's the yeah. same way it's the same way in Mexico where um the native in- Native Mexicans, like descendants of the Aztecs and the Mayans, are treated as less than. um, Mm -hmm. And there's such a thing as like, you know, a white Mexican. So Mm -hmm. that's something I didn't really didn't really click until I saw Roma.
2: uh, My Spanish professor, Spanish 1002 professor, was a white. She was a white Mexican.
0: And, you know, they have a lot of the same issues we do. It's just uh, quite interesting yeah everywhere point. like everywhere uh
2: you know like in the world basically it's kind of like a weird like the wider your skin is like the more it's kind of interesting because like here it's kind of like you can't be like if you're too white it's like okay that's like a person who stays inside who's like a dork or whatever and then like you have to be like tan but you have to have like a fake tan like if that's your the actual color of your skin then like you're lesser or whatever like in terms of like this weird Every like on social- grande
0: is peak whiteness
2: <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Like Ariana Grande is white, but she has a tan, so she is like the peak human or whatever. She's like Captain America, Super Soldier in terms of like socio-political, like economic power. <laughs> you know, so but like I- yeah, you're right. In Mexico, it's like the lighter your skin, like the more either well-off you are like a lot of the people who are like mm-hmm. higher up in government, like lawyers or like, uh, you know, celebrities just like people who, in general. Yeah. They, they have whiter skins.
0: Um, so Matt, you're, uh, you've been to Asia is, is mm-hmm. at least Japan. Is it, is whiteness in Japan the same as it is in the U S where it's like revered in a certain way or. Yeah. Okay.
2: It's, uh, yeah, it's like even, it's even almost more so. Cause like, in you know in japan they have like the geishas right and like they they, the the traditional form of female beauty is they paint their face completely white yeah uh to 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 show they they paint their face completely white and like paint their lips uh red to like you know accent their lips but also to show that like you know like a a a mode of beauty that like yeah we we see like we go okay like white's beautiful or whatever but yeah and also uh spoiler alert it's it's really funny uh to see like these people talking about, uh like uh, you know, it, it's interesting to see like racism in different countries. I guess mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Like Japan is like hella fucking racist, but they're like kind of on the down low about it. They're not like in your face American racist, but they're still like pretty. They, I mean, they just throw around like "corombo." Like they'll just say "corombo" when referring. I already is told that the you. The N word, or yeah, that's the N word in, oh, okay. in Japanese, basically. So,
0: yeah. Well, I think we can probably end the podcast there. That's, uh, I think we definitely got some solid material in there, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this if you're still with us. Uh-